Well, hello, you beautiful creative queens. You're listening to the Her Creative Hustle podcast, a show which celebrates kick-ass creative women and is your go-to source for creative inspo, knowledge and connection. I'm your host, Elska, and I'm here to light up your creative cup with tips, tricks, advice and inspo that will inspire you to unleash your creativity and lead an expressive, creative courageous, dazzling life full of creative possibility. You can stay up to date with all things Her Creative Hustle by following me on Instagram at Elska Music, E-L-S-K-A Music. Let's get jazzed up for today's episode. Well, hello, you creative queens. Welcome to this episode of Her Creative Hustle. Have you ever looked around at another creative's work or their super snazzy idea and thought, what? My creative work is so not up to scratch compared with Karen's. Have you ever got really judgy on your own creativity that it even caused the passion for your work to just fizzle into nothing? Well, today's episode, we are going to dig deep into the creative pits of the dreaded C word (gasps) that all of us creatives are bound to come across multiple, multiple times throughout our creative lives. Dun, dun, dun. Comparison. Ooh, baby, it can be a crippling disease if you let comparison take over you. This episode, we're gonna get dirty unpacking this ugly, muddy thing called comparison. But fear not. My creative queens, I am here to rescue you from the muddy pits of comparison. So stick around because later in the episode, I'm going to share with you four helpful questions you can ask yourself to gain clarity. And I promise you, I promise you, if you ponder over these questions, you can make comparison your bestie and let it feed your creativity in the most healthy, delicious way. Let's do it. Okay, so first up, we need to put creative comparison in some positive context. By actually checking out what other creatives are up to and comparing yourself with them can actually be really helpful for figuring out where you might currently fit within the kaleidoscope of your creative field. This process can actually help you to understand how your art is progressing alongside your peers and your creative heroes and It can reignite your efforts to make you level up and reach for some goals. Creative comparison in this context is healthy and can be your BFF. But alas, we all know comparison can become your ex-BFF quite quickly when she sharpens her talons and steers you off course. Yes, it's okay to look around and compare to see where your creativity fits in the grander scheme of things, but girl. It is so not healthy when you become too fixated with everyone else's art around you. You're only going to end up spiraling down a rabbit hole of discouragement when you over compare your work with other creatives, especially ones who might be further down their creative path. Allowing comparison to paralyze your creativity and stop you moving forward is a killer. So let's roll up our sleeves. Let's get ready to get dirty in the muddy pits of comparison and let's dig deeper 
into this negative relationship a little more to see exactly how it can be damaging to you. So number one, it can cause you to quit on ideas and projects before you've given them a chance to live and grow. Comparing your work in progress that might still be raw and unpolished with someone who may have beautifully completed their creative project is only going to make you feel like your art is of less value and mediocre. And because of this, you very well might be tempted to break up with your idea or project before you've given it a good chance. Sounds a bit like the early stages of a relationship, right? It's raw and new and a bit awkward and you're not quite sure if you're loving it. And then you go comparing it to every other loved up couple and you're like, why don't I have that sparkly, perfectly formed thing yet? But listen up, you got to remember this. Every sparkly, seemingly perfectly created creation that someone else made, I can guarantee It was also the result of plenty of trial and error. And I promise you this, that creator would have definitely had similar feelings that you're experiencing of fear, nervousness, apprehension, and self-doubt. Recently, I launched my Patreon. Patreon is something that I have been toying with the idea of launching for two or three years. And I was re-inspired to do it by a friend who launched hers. And I was like, that's it. I'm going to do it. I'm going to go for it. I'm going to do it. And so I planned this thing for at least six weeks, created the page, created my intro video, edited it all, made it look beautiful, figured out exactly what I wanted to offer people, what value it was. And I got feedback from, from people who I trusted about what I was offering and if they thought it was of value and if I was wording myself correctly and I used the right the right words and the right grammar. And I literally nitpicked over this whole thing to make it look as beautiful and as perfect as I could possibly make it. And then I was all ready to like launch it into the world. I'd spent so many hours on it and so many seeds of self-doubt came. I thought, I can't. I spent so much time on this thing. It feels right for me. It doesn't really matter so much about the outcome, but I feel like this is something I need to do. And so I went through that feelings again of fear and nervousness and apprehension and self-doubt of something that was in the early stages, stepping into the unknown in a platform of creativity I'd never explored before. But you just got to do it. You just got to give it a go because you'll never know otherwise. So no matter what you're creating or where you're at, you're always going to experience these feelings of fear and nervous and apprehension and self-doubt. So Look to people who have done it before for guidance, but don't compare your beginning with somebody else's middle or their end because it's never going to be the same thing. Okay, so all those creatives that have felt that fear and nervousness and apprehension and self-doubt, do you know what they did differently is they pushed through anyway, and you have to as well. Own where you are and the stage your creativity is at this very moment on whatever project or idea that you're creating. It doesn't have to be perfect. Nothing ever is. Creatives are such perfectionists. I can put my hand up to that. Such perfectionists. Because every idea or project, it's our little baby, right? It's a piece of us. So naturally, we want it to be the best representation of us, even if we're still figuring it out. We don't want to look like we don't know what we're doing. 
but you kind of just got to do it. So just embrace where you are at and celebrate it. Someone else is always going to be a few steps behind you wishing they were where you are right now because you never know who you are inspiring by doing what you are doing with your creativity right now. Okay, number two, a negative relationship with comparison can cause you to lose sight of where you are heading. If you start looking around at what every other creative is doing, you might find that you lose sight of your creative vision and the reason why you are so pumped up to create this project. And you'll look around and you'll start taking on other creatives' ideas and trying to inject them into your own art and you'll think, well, maybe I should be more like so-and-so because she's doing this and it's really taking off. Or maybe I should try this style of dance or music or design because it's really popular and maybe that's what I should be doing. And so doing that can just end up a huge mushy mess that makes you feel really lost and a bit worthless and just bleh inside. TikTok. Okay, this is kind of how I feel about TikTok. I've tried it. It's fun. It's creative. But I know that my audience, the people that I speak to, don't live on TikTok. Like I just, I don't connect with the 10 to 16 year old demographic. And so I just went, I'm just, I'm not going to do it. I felt the same about country music. Sometimes I thought maybe I should be a country music artist because my voice kind of lends itself to country music. And I feel like I could probably write songs that fit that. And I feel like female artists, the older you get, probably have a longer career in country music than pop. Maybe that's where I should go. Maybe I should do country. It's not what fires me up when it comes to writing music. And so I could have gone down those trains and I could have jumped aboard and hopped onto that destination, but it really wouldn't be connecting with my truth. I'd be following some trend or some fad or some style that I think might bring me something more. Don't get sideswiped by all the bells and whistles and shiny sequins from all the other creatives around you running their own race. Don't get sideswiped by what's trending or what's fresh. You need to focus on your creative trajectory and focus on that journey and that process so that you don't lose sight of where it is you are heading. All right, and the third reason about having a negative relationship with comparison is it can squash your ability for creative play and exploration. If you become fixated on trying to keep up with what every other creative is doing and all the fads and trends and trying to match whatever level they're playing on, you will leave no room to explore and play and develop and breathe within your own creativity. Constantly chasing the tail of everyone else means you just end up in this tiny box feeling stuck and disengaged and constantly trying to keep up and maybe creating stuff you don't even like. I'm a music artist and I feel these external industry pressures of having to release three or four singles every year or I'm going to be forgotten about. But I really embrace this time right now as an emerging artist where people don't really know who I am or, you know, I don't have 100,000 plays on a playlist. I don't even have 10,000 plays on a playlist. I'm actually not even on a playlist, but it means I can explore my art and develop with less pressures 
or eyes on me. It means I can focus on possibilities. Whereas there are some creatives who are just trying to keep up with the demanding expectations of the industry or management or even trying to match their previous own success so that they don't slip into the abyss of creativity. You don't have to compare yourself in order to keep up. Just create your own path infused with creative play and exploration and allow your work to develop and breathe in your own time on your own creative journey. Okay, so let's recap. Creative comparison can be your enemy because it can cause you to quit on ideas and projects before you've even given them a chance to live and grow. It can cause you to lose sight of where you're heading and it can squash your ability for creative play and exploration. Now we get to wash our hands. We get to clean off the mud and get ready for the juicy, yummy, delicious, positive, good stuff you've all been salivating for. Four clarifying and helpful questions you can ask yourself when creative comparison rears its ugly, pimply head. First up, look around for peers, creatives you admire, your creative heroes. Instead of falling into one of those negative spirally pits when you admire their work and compare your art with theirs, ask yourself these four questions instead. You've got a pen and paper, you're going to write this down. Number one, what are they doing that I love? Think about what qualities of their work inspire you. What are you in awe of that draws out this adoration inside you towards them? Why are you so drawn to those qualities? Start here with this question. What are they doing that I love? And write it all down. Got it? Question number two. What can I learn from them? Is there something they are doing that I can apply to my own creative process? Is there some skill they are exploring that I can upskill in or develop? You might have the opportunity to talk to them, reach out to them, especially social media. Instagram, I find, is such an easy way to comment on people's posts, slide into their DMs and start a relationship. It's all about building relationships in the creative world. So much is built on relationships. So start building those relationships and and really allow them to to help you and, and learn from them. Don't ever be afraid to ask questions. Okay, number three, what skills do I need to develop to be more like them? Is there something I could work on in my creating time or on my own that might help me to unlock my ability to produce better or create more inspired work? Maybe it's not a creative skill. Maybe it's a business skill, some admin skills. I don't know. They're really important. Maybe I need to develop more knowledge. So think about what skills you might need to develop to be more like them. All right. And number four, how does all of this apply to my personal creative path and the journey of my creative work? So once you've had a bird's eye view of what they are doing, relate it back to your own creative work and see where and how it fits. Now, it might not be something that you can implement into your creative practice right now, but being aware of it means that it's there for your creative future when the timing is right. All right, so armed with all this information, 
and creative clarity, look forward at your creative path ahead with fresh inspiration and use it as fuel to push your creativity forward. Don't allow comparison to paralyze your creativity. Don't use it as a way to break up with your creative work in progress. Don't let it cause you to lose sight or to stop you from exploring and playing. Use creative comparison to find out what you love. Use it to find out what you can learn, what skills you can develop, and how it all fits in with your personal creative journey. Never stop learning. Take the four clarifying questions. Give creative comparison a big, warm, juicy hug. Embrace it as your BFF and create a healthy, delicious relationship full of creative goodness. And a huge shout out of thanks to my beautiful Patreon community who are backing me this year and helping me make these episodes for you. I've just launched my Patreon and these beautiful humans are supporting me. It's crazy. Thank you so much. And if you want to join our cool club on Patreon, you can find me patreon.com forward slash Elska. That wraps up today's episode. I'll catch you next week. Bye.